Hello, and welcome to Health and Fitness Redefined. I'm your host, Anthony Amen. Join me today as we take a dive into the world of health and wellness. We learn how to overcome adversity, depict fact versus fiction, and see health and fitness in a whole new light. Today, guys, we have an amazing episode for you. We're going to talk all about assessing. How to figure out how to start your own exercise program, or maybe you do work out for a while, so how to reassess yourself to see what you're doing is actually working. I think a common pitfall with a lot of people as they're exercising, they tend to just kind of get into a routine and go without really looking to see if they're doing the optimal thing, if they're actually getting results, and if they're doing is actually helping them, or in some cases, actually making it worse. Yes, guys, in certain situations, you can actually make things worse. So I'm going to talk to you guys today all about why to assess and how to assess and then how to correct that moving forward to help make sure you have an optimal workout. So first, why? I kind of broke it down a little before. You want to assess first because you can figure out what kind of muscular imbalances you have, or maybe what kind of exercise routine you should be doing. There's a lot of different ways to work out. There's a lot of different movements and uh, types of exercises you could be doing. So assessing yourself will help make sure you don't get hurt, or if you do have an injury, what those limitations are. The next part would be how to assess. This one is going to be a little more lengthy. First, what are your goals? And I I say this because it really depends on what you're going to test to figure out what your goal is for. Great example. If your goal is weight loss, you should be doing some kind of high-intensity interval training along with weightlifting. A combination of the both is going to be the optimal workout for you to help lose weight. If your goal is to increase your muscular endurance, well, you should be working in that 15 to 20 rep range to help work on muscular endurance. Maybe you have some kind of marathon coming up or some kind of triathlon. Muscular endurance and cardiovascular endurance are going to be the important things for you to do. Now, if you have an injury, If you have an injury, this can lead to limitations. Limitations can lead to more muscular imbalances. So talking to someone who's qualified that can help you or just really doing your due diligence is really going to help make sure you don't end up getting more hurt and making matters worse. How to excess. So a couple of things. So we figured out of our goals. Now we need to figure out what exactly are we going to be doing? The best one is the overhead squat assessment. How we do this very simply is you're going to take your hands and put them straight up in a neutral position. In that position, you're going to sit back into a squat nice and slowly, trying to keep your hands all the way back as far as you can, trying to prevent them from leaning forward. Now, this would be a little easier if you had someone watching you but you can do it yourself. Start bottom up. 
or top down, whatever is easier for you. We'll start bottom up. Now, so the first thing we're going to look at is as someone's doing this is their feet. How are their feet turned? Are their feet turned out or are their feet turned in or are they neutral? Your feet should be neutral. Having your feet turned in and out could be the sign of muscular imbalances in your knees and your hips. Next, the knees. A very common thing I see is knees collapse in. These are called knock-knock knees. Very important because, yet again, it leads to tight adductors, which is the inner thigh muscles, and really underactive abductors. So really working those hip muscles is going to help prevent injury. Next, we move up to the hips. How are the hips aligned? Are your hips tilted forward? Are they tilted back? This is what we call lower cross syndrome. So getting a good idea at neutral spine is going to be important. We'll move up again. Go to your arms. Are your arms forward? If your arms are too forward, this is also very common. It's a sign that you should really be working on your posture. <laughs> really tight chest, really weak lats, really understanding you need to do more chest stretches and really work your back muscles a little more. Same thing with the head, tilted forward, tilted back, something you should be looking at. Working not in postural alignment. Over time, you're going to part, start putting unnecessary strain on certain ligaments. This is going to cause issues down the road where you could end up with forms of tendonitis or you could give yourself a bursar in your knee. There's a lot of different types of injuries you could do. You could easily tear a muscle if it's not going the correct way. Another great exercise, figuring out where you stand as far as strength. So we do an overall assessment at Redefine Fitness. Our strength assessment is lat pulldowns. Lat pulldowns, instead of squats or benching, which a lot of people go to, are way safer. And I mean that because you don't need a spot. If I'm going for a five rep max to figure out my maximal strength, I'm going to stay away from something that's really unsafe, especially with beginners. So doing something like a lat pulldown can still give you that maximal strength assessment and avoid injuring yourself or your client. Then muscular endurance exercise, such as planks, are great. We do uh, You can do bicep curl muscular endurance. Gives you a baseline of how long your muscles can go before they get tired. You need to do both. There needs to be strength, and there needs to be endurance. Because there's different muscle twitches, type 1 and type 2, which could be based upon how you train and what you're looking to do. So make sure you're testing for both. Another great one that we do is step-ups, right? So I'm going to break this one down a little bit more. We put a step in front of somebody, and we're going to have the right foot come up. Left foot's going to go straight up to the air and then come all the way back behind them. They're going to do a set of eight on the right side, set of eight on the left side. Then we're going to go laterally. So left foot's going to be on coming up laterally, and the right foot's going to come up and then vice versa. What I'm really looking for here is balance, which is going to either be an issue through your hips, your knees, your ankles, or your core. I'm looking for how you move up, seeing if there's any muscular imbalance. I'm looking for your cardiovascular endurance because doing the back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back. And I'm looking for which muscles are under overactive, depending how you step up, if you can even step up, and if you have any issues in your knees or hips. For example, if you see somebody doing a forward step up and they have really poor balance and then they, they go ahead and they do a plank and the plank is really good. This is actually a sign to me. It's not coming from the core. It's coming from something 
like your feet, uh, sorry, ankles or your knees or your hips. And it helps really me pin down where exactly I need to work as a trainer or where you need to work yourself. All right, guys. Now that we know the importance and how, let's talk about how to fix. And I'm only going to hit with this one, the overhead squat assessment, because it does so much. Everything else is pretty self-explanatory. Feel free to reach out if you have any questions. But really, really, really going to break down the overhead squat assessment. If you have any questions, you can always look it up. First and foremost, let's get on here. So those watching video, awesome. So we have our lovely little chart here, guys. And I'm going to blow this up. Viewpoints mean how you're looking. Look at someone from the anterior, looking someone from laterally, so meaning up front or from the side. That's what that means for those that do not know. Checkpoint. We're going to start with those feet. Your feet turn out. I'm going to make put this in a little more simplistic terms. But what you're seeing here is this could be from A, just alignment from the knees to the feet or from your hip. It's most likely coming from your hip meaning the whole leg is turned out and not just the feet. So if that's the case and you're fully turned out, your overactive muscles are really your lateral gastrocnemius is going to be a big one here. And this is something you're going to need to stretch. Your soleus as well, that's your calf muscle. And then your biceps femoris, which is on your quadricep or front, are things that you're going to have to stretch. Now, the underactive muscles are probably a little more important here. Uh, some great exercises you can do is you could take a band, tie it around your foot, tie it around something, and kind of turn your foot this way, pushing it in. That's another good one. You can also do some internal external rotation. So lay on your side, come up like this with your knees, and then come down the other way. So that will work your medial gastrocnemius, your medial hamstring complex. And now, for those that don't know, those are all located up in the hip. So really working those extra muscles that you normally wouldn't hit in a squat or a deadlift is going to be super important if your feet do turn out. Knees. Your knees move inward. As we call this, knock, knock, knees. As I said before, overactive muscles are your adductors. That's your inner thighs. Butterfly stretch. Stretch those babies out. We're going to move right over to the underactive muscles, which is the gluteus medius and the gluteus maximus. For those that don't know, that's your butt. And I think that's the most important one. Doing things like glute bridges are really going to help this. Another favorite is taking a band, wrapping it around your legs just slightly above the knees, and doing squats and forcing those knees to push out because that's really going to hit the glute medius and help you learn how to align your knees while doing a squat. Definitely a fan of that one. All right, your lumbar hip complex, that means you're excessively leaning forward. When you're excessively leaning forward into it, common sign of having some issues with your calf. And realize what your hip and your calf, yeah, it's pretty crazy how related everything is. So your soleus and gastrocnemius, those are your calf muscles. Really learning how to stretch those. Your hip flexor, so the front part up near your hip complex is going to be super tight. And then your abdominal complex. So learning to stretch your abs 
is important. A lot of people when they do core exercises, they only they think of core just as your, as your abs. Oh, core is my abs. And then back is only your upper back. They totally avoid your erector spinae. Your erector spinae is that lower back. That's the one that pretty much surrounds your lumbar spine. Super important, guys. So doing exercises like Superman's or bird dogs are great ones to really help strengthen out your erector spinae. And it's going to help get rid of that excessive forward lean. Also commonly seen with people with, yeah, you probably guessed it, poor posture. <laughs> Next, low back arches, meaning your low back all the way tilts in. This is the exact opposite of the other one. So you're the excessive lean forward, switch it back for your low back arching in. So your rectospina is going to be super tight, stretching that out. Your lats, which are connected because it all comes straight down your back. And then making sure you work out your hamstring complex. Really get that. So it pulls your rectospina down. You got to think of it as it's trying to relieve the tension by pulling down. And then working on your core stabilizers, which is everything in your abs. Just say ab muscles. It's just easier to remember. We're going to work our way up to the upper body. Arms fold forward. Oh, Anthony, my arms are pulling forward. What's that a sign of? It's a sign kind of like I was saying. Your pecs is usually the issue. It could be your teres major and your lat dorsi. But it's usually from your chest to doing what I like to call the door stretch, where you put your hands in a door and you lean forward, is going to really help stretch out that chest. Shoulders rolling forward, also a very common thing. You guys really need to work on your posture. Something to help fix that is going to be your rhomboids. So doing things like reverse flies will also work your rhomboids and your trapezius muscle. And then your rotator cuff, which we love using the acronym SITS, which stands for supraspinatus. Infraspinatus, teres minor, and subscapularis. So doing a little rotator cuff in and out, up and down, internal external rotation is really going to help get rid of that and maybe help your posture a little bit. Win, win. I'm going to kind of skim through these last two, but your shoulders elevating where they come all the way up like this. Obviously, your trap's going to be very tight, stretching those out a little bit. And just working your mid-lower chest to kind of force it down. Not a very common one. And then your head protruding forward. Same thing. Really tight neck. Also coming from text neck. I love it when people love that term. I'm texting forward and I'm leaning all the way forward like this. And that's going to cause a lot of pain here. So really working those deep cervical flexors, which is this way. Doing little head pushbacks are going to help alleviate some of that pain through there. So that's how you would work in an extra muscles from an overhead squat assessment. I know this is a lot of information and I know this can get overbearing for some people. They kind of look at it and go, you know, I'm going to assess something like this and why would I do it? It's really important because over time you really could end up hurting yourself, making matters worse. So understanding where you're at or even just seeing how you're progressing. You would hate to waste three months doing something and not seeing any results. So constantly reassessing, constantly evaluating, even with foods that you're eating are going to help you be better. Bring this up next time to maybe one of your trainers. Bring it up to the friend you work out with or just do this at home. Look up exercise assessments there's some really, really great tools out there to help break down even more of what I went over and how it can help you guys 
do better going forward with your workouts. So remember, you need success because it helps you figure out what you're doing is right. How to assess is pretty simple. Love the overhead squat assessment. When doing different types of tests like cardiovascular, muscular endurance, maximal strength are different ways to assess how your muscles work, whether they're fast twitch or slow twitch. I'm not going to bore you with that. If you want to look it up, go for it. And then kind of taking that assessment and figuring out how to fix it going forward. So going over what we did with the overhead squat assessment, are your knees caving in? Are your feet going out? Check maybe your gait pattern. Another favorite thing I do with a lot of clients, I'll have them jog on a treadmill and I'll slow-mo video them running on a treadmill. And you see some crazy things where maybe they have flat feet here. Boom, 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 boom. Big common sign we need to work on some dorsiflexion. A lot of people don't work their anterior tibialis, which is the shin. The muscle that comes right up under the shin. That's going to lead to that slamming on the treadmill. And other times you see a lot of people run their leg out like this when they're running. Could also lead to some IT band issues and piriformis issues down the line. Trust me, it hurts. You don't want it. But anyway, guys, thank you for joining me on this week's episode of Health and Fitness Redefined. Don't forget, hit that subscribe button. And join us next week as we dive deeper into this ever-changing field. And remember, fitness is a journey, not a destination. Until next time. For us, we know what it's like to feel unhealthy, depressed, and downright defeated. We want to show others there is a right way. And through fitness, you could do anything you set your mind to. Fitness can give you that motivation, confidence, energy you need to bridge that mental gap and prevent you from missing important life events. We understand it's about feeling better, living longer, and being good examples for our kids. We understand this because we live it. And for us, that's the redefined difference.